0: Welcome to the Real Estate Roundtable, where we discuss all topics real estate. I'm Nick Arons.
1: Hey, and I'm Steve Crowley. I'm Darren Shepard. And I'm Jimmy Reed, and we're your hosts. Hi, welcome to Real Estate Roundtable, where we talk about everything real estate. And today, I have with me one of our uh, newer uh, sales partners, uh, Nick Kalena. So welcome, Nick. Thanks, Jimmy. Yeah, welcome to the podcast. So this is your first podcast, too. It is. So first year in real estate, first podcast. Yeah. So here's the thing everybody, you know, wants to know is why, why real estate? Why did you choose real estate?
0: Yeah. So I think there's some external things and some internal things. Mm-hmm. I could probably start with the internal things better. Um, I like real estate. Mm-hmm. I think it's real interesting. I know that um, some guys are real techie. Right. And so they want to be involved with cell phones all day long or computers all day long. Right, right, right. That's not necessarily how I tick. Right, but I just find real estate super interesting, so it's something that I want to be in. Right, um, mm-hmm. I find real estate transactions really interesting, and I find real right. estate investing really Got interesting. It. Got it. Um, another internal factor is that I really like helping people. Yeah, and buying or selling a home is a big deal. It is a big deal. And stressful so, big deal. Yeah, it can be. It can be super stressful. Right, right. And I think that I'm a little bit more geared towards not freaking out, right, and not being stressed out. Right. And so I want to utilize that personality type that I have to come alongside of people that are doing something that uh, could be a roller coaster for them.
1: Right, and oftentimes it is.
0: Yeah. Right. So, yeah, totally. Yeah. And so I'm excited to come alongside people and help, especially as a trusted advisor. Right. I think one of the other things that I like is becoming an expert at whatever i'm doing right so there's definitely things that i just i'm never going to be an expert at right right but i feel like in this real estate sphere i can learn a lot i love reading i love reading up Reading about real estate, right, right, and and get into that point where I could really come alongside of somebody and say, hey, I, I want to help you, and I can help you totally. And they're they're wondering what what does the way forward look like, and I can tell them, well, here are the steps.
1: Right, right. Here's what
0: we're gonna go through, mm-hmm. and I think that's something that I just really like to do: mm. come alongside people and love on them that way.
1: Very cool. That's awesome. Yeah, and that's very apparent that's- early on. That's very apparent. So. I always ask, you know, not that I don't want people to join our team, but I always ask why. Why are, why why did our team stand out in, in comparison when so many people can join so many broke? A lot of people are offering a lot
0: of different things, right? But why our team? Yeah. I think I can provide a unique answer to that question. Part of it goes back to the history that we have is we actually – Knew each other from 20-something years ago.
2: Right, church. Um, yeah. Right, right. And yep. so,
0: and even youth group connection. So yeah. Yep. that's true. With your wife, Lisa. Yep. So, had yep. some some history there. That's right. And we didn't necessarily, we weren't involved in real estate over the last couple decades. Right. But that's quite a, a testimony to mm-hmm. what you're doing and what yep. the team is doing. Yep. That after 20 years of not being involved in real estate together. Right. Coming back to you and seeing that your long-term career has, has done really well. Yeah. And that you have a reputation in this industry and in this sphere. Mm-hmm. And in our neighborhood, I go through the neighborhood and I say, hey, I'm working for the Reed team. And everybody's like, yeah, we know Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. And so <laughs> right. so that was part of the draw yeah. is mm-hmm. that there was a lot of trust built up in that. Mm-hmm. Um, your Good. personal character and yeah. your, your, your record here in the neighborhood has, has yeah. spoken well of, of you and the team.
1: I will say that's great. I will say it has, has very little to do with failure because i failed plenty. Mm. You know, there's a lot of, you know, you learn what most people that are deemed successful, right? If they're going to be honest, you know, every ounce of the success that other people see, there's a gallon of failure, mm. right? So if you're if you're mixing that in a big tank, it's going to have a lot of failure. And maybe, you know, we have, we have art, you can't see it, it's off screen, but we have, maybe you've seen some of the, the iceberg photos that you look, you know, that you see and some of the memes, mm-hmm. and you see this mountain of success, but you don't see the big iceberg of failure. Well, it's not just a saying, it's true, right? So, um, you know, I think that has a lot to do with who you are as a person, and I can't mm-hmm. claim that because that's how I was raised. You know, uh, just to go back to the drawing board, don't don't be a quitter, don't give up mm-hmm. and keep going. Right. So we try to attract people that have that mentality, that care about other people enough that we don't make it about ourselves and that we work hard. So therefore we can help other people. Yeah. Right. If 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 we're not, it's usually because we're getting in the way. Yeah. it's my ego it's my pride or whatever it is mm-hmm. right but i just want to say i appreciate that but it's also it's with it's it's measured and a lot of people mm-hmm. don't realize that you know the best hitters in the in the baseball league you know in the low 300 batting average mm-hmm. you know people are like wow you're awesome right but those those batters they don't focus on the seven times that they strike out when they go up to the mm-hmm. plate
0: That's they don't focus
1: point. on the strikeout, you know, how many yeah. times they didn't get on base. Yeah. Right. They just know the numbers and, you know, that's what they do. They keep going, they keep going to the batting cages more than anybody else. So, anyway, yeah. moving back to the question yeah. on, on your career, I appreciate that's awesome. Yeah. We love having you. I mean, in your short time, um, I mean, you've been with us a short time. In retrospect, is there anything else about the team dynamic? What what else attracted you about the team?
0: Yeah, certainly. And then, one of the things that um, happened over the course of the last year and a half now is that we talked on the phone, right? um, Even before I made this career change, and I had asked you some questions, starting to develop a feel for the team, right? And even if I could be part of the team, if I'd be a good fit for you guys, Mm -hmm. and I remember asking you asking you a specific question. Do you think you can mentor me? Right. And your answer was, yes, I can do that. And I want to do that. And I think that was part of the draw to the team as well. Right. Um, is that, and what I've experienced personally here on the team is that we're not just coming in or an agent doesn't come in and just have to like figure out what to do himself. Right. And I think that's probably a fear of a lot of people. Right. Who are agents trying to join true. a team. They don't know
1: if they're going to get direction. Yeah. They don't know if they're going to get help. They don't know if they're going to get training. Yeah. Yeah,
0: and so and you helped me to see beforehand, and that's what I'm experiencing on the team, is that we really do work together as a team, right? And I need a lot of help, right? Uh, right yeah. I, we I, all do. <laughs> I wasn't, I didn't yeah. come onto the team, yeah, uh, you know, 100% ready to do everything that would be required of me. In Nobody does real estate transactions, yeah. And I feel so confident, good that. If I need anything, I've got you to talk to right. the other senior sales partners. Right. Where I could schedule an appointment and say, "Hey, I need 15 minutes. I need 20 minutes. I just need your focused attention." Right. Because I don't know how to do this. Right, 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 right. And the guys yeah, are yeah. super gracious to say, "Hey, I'll show you how to do that."
1: So I'll just explain for the, anybody watching say, uh, a senior sales. Well, first of all, you come in into sales as a sales partner. Uh, check out our organization chart uh, if you to, to get a little bit more details. There's videos on there. It's pretty interesting on our website when you go to our career and you can check out kind of how we path our team. So you can come in as a production partner, which supports a very busy sales partner on the sales side, right? But in say what 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 we do is we don't reset the commission structure every year it's it's what it looks like for the last 365 days back so if you're tracking you stay at that uh commission split which is it tracks higher and higher and higher the more that you do and it doesn't reset every year so overall dollar for dollar pound for pound you compare us to any other team we're the better split by by far Um, and then having the training and everything else, it's really good. But the senior sales partners that are, that are, uh, that we have on our team, Nick and Darren, uh, a lot of you guys uh, watching this will know who they are. And then myself, we do a lot of mentoring one-on-one, a lot of training each. I do my own segments, Nick and Darren do their own segments, uh, Zillow specific training, uh, and then other role-playing around just different, uh, scenarios that we're dealing with. Mm -hmm you know, should I rent, should I buy, should I hold off all these different things and really help people through that process? Well, you know, Nick and Darren are a good testament when they came on the team, didn't really have a a business per se. Now, years later, you know, they are eager to help everybody else in the same way that I helped grow their business and then so on and so on. So that's the culture that you're seeing is that, you know, uh, it's being, that torch is being passed down, which I'm super happy and blessed by as well. Yeah. So so let's let's back up really quick. Let's let let me just, you know, tell us, when did the start? you mentioned it a little bit, but our audience doesn't know this. Where were you when you decided to get into real estate? And you said, this is what I'm going to do. And what did that look like? How long did it take? Yeah, right. And and what you had to get through. And then lastly, so let's start by when did you get licensed?
0: So I got my license on October 10th of 2022, wow. two months ago.
1: Okay, congratulations. That's awesome. Okay, so um, that's exciting. And you've mm-hmm. already written an offer for a $1.7 million home. Yeah. Yeah, so you're nurturing that client. That's that's awesome. And we're working on a listing right now, yeah, too. Yeah, that's right. So that's super exciting. Um, so backing up, so we just got licensed, but mm-hmm. take us back to the beginning. When did this start? How long was it? Where were you? What were you doing?
0: Yeah, so you want to know the details. I want to know the details, <laughs> yeah. So, just over a year ago, I was... Sorry,
1: everybody. I'm going to have a... I'm going to drink my little Starbucks right here. It's, tis the season. I don't get to do this year-round. But go ahead. I'm yeah. listening.
0: Uh, yeah. We love Starbucks. Yeah, we do. Um, We're right next door to them. <laughs> totally. That's dangerous. Mm-hmm. So... Um, a year ago summer, I wasn't even living in America. Yeah. I was living in Germany and I was teaching at a Bible school out there Right, and doing a work that I really loved doing for the last eight years there was super blessed by it. And it's awesome. Got to work with some really great guys in Germany. Yeah. In Germany, in in Berlin. Wow. So, um, the, we were concerned about our kids growing up in a foreign country and some of the burdens that they had to carry there. Right. Super job. Um, doing all the activities they were supposed to do, getting their homework done and all in German. They're fantastic kids did a great job, but we could see that maybe relocating back to home would be a benefit to them and Mm -hmm. something they'd really enjoy and be blessed by. So, so my wife and I with our mentors at the time, we just brought up the idea. Hey, we think it'd be a good move for our family. And our mentors at the time said, yeah, we can agree with that. We think that would be helpful for your kids. So I thought, great. Where should we go? I grew up in South Orange County And I've watched some of the changes, and that means that things have gotten a little more expensive here than they were in the 1990s.
1: A little bit, yeah, just a tad. It's a different market. Right, yeah.
0: And so we were thinking through that decision, okay, where could we go? We'd love to be back in this area. We'd love to be close to family. We'd love to be close to friends. Right. Uh, Is there any way I can make that work? And I thought, I just, I don't know, my skill set of just trying to help people, serve people, I don't know where I can employ that. Where right. I'd be able to use that, right? And then we actually got connected because I was calling on a property, right? That was available, right? Just to see what some information about the property, if that I, could be. I, some, I think
1: originally you got connected with the other Nick on our team. That's true, Nick Aaron. Yeah, with one of the other senior sales partners. Yeah, but that's okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. So. And then there, I think even the original question that I asked Nick back then was, "Hey, do you have internships for my son? He's interested in real estate." And then that turned into a discussion about, well, maybe that's something I could do. And so you and I connected mm-hmm. partly to get some, some mentorship on real estate transactions, because we were trying to sell a property in Germany. In Germany. And, yeah. That uh, figured, was interesting. Yeah. Still, still has a little interest. That's,
1: <laughs> that's a whole nother <laughs> other podcast, but yeah, that's interesting. Uh, Dude, we, we were talking about real estate really in Germany yeah. and situations and transactions and how to approach you know, the business people over there. But anyway, yeah, yeah, we got connected about how would this work over here?
0: Yeah. And so then I started asking you questions, not just about properties and real estate transactions, but what it would be, what it would look like to work for you, work on the team, work with you and what kind of opportunities were there. And that's where I was trying to ask questions along the lines of are my skills, my natural skills and what I've trained to do are they employable? Would mm-hmm. I be able to use those things, or is it just totally out of the ballpark? Right. And through our discussions, I got to know the team quite a bit better, the opportunities that were available, and I thought, well, we can we can do this. Right. There's there's a path forward that where we could really be successful. Right. And so I got excited about that. My wife got excited about that, and here we are.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a great story. You know, the thing is, a lot of people have this misconception that we you know sell homes what do you do oh i sell real estate i sell homes and it's really not mm-hmm. right and what we do at a very very high level at a very skilled level is we remove as, as as much as possible the the what we call the controllables you know we can't do anything about the market the weather the wind and all that kind of stuff but the controllables what we can do is we can remove all of the speed bumps all the turbulence out of the transaction and make it a beautiful experience on what we've already discussed, it's going to be stressful. Mm -hmm. Buying and selling real estate can be very, very stressful and usually is for most people. And it's usually because they're working with people that aren't working really hard with great communication Great, you know, setting expectations, letting them know what it's, you know, what the next steps are mm-hmm. and, and, and just re- knowing what those question marks are going to be with that pop up in a buyer's or a seller's mind. Yeah. Right. And so that's what we do at a, at a, at a, at a, in a, in a beautiful way. And so we don't just sell and buy real estate with people. Yeah. Right. Um, and uh, we don't just sell real estate. We don't just do open houses. Yeah. I would say 90% of what we do is help coach people mm-hmm. on what the ne- next steps look like. Um, we just did a, a podcast not long ago about, you know, should we, should we buy or should we continue renting? You know, well, that's a great question. Mm-hmm. But it's things like that. It's topics like that, right? Yeah. Um, you know, that we can help because the answer is not going to be the same for everybody. Yeah. And so we, that's what we do is we kind of untangle those knots. We kind of clean that, you know, window so we're not looking through it dimly together. We can see it clearly based on their circumstances.
0: Yeah.
1: So that, that's interesting. So that brings me to the next question I have. I, there's always an interesting thing for me because you can ask some of these questions to people early on, but they kind of got to be working. Mm-hmm. They got to be grinding it out for a while. Yeah. So one of the questions I like to ask agents after they've been in the in the business for for a minute is, what what would you say one or two of the biggest misconceptions there that you, that you had from the outside, mm-hmm. you know, looking in to real estate that you didn't realize that you didn't that you didn't get, yeah. and that now being in, it's one of those aha, it's one of those oh, got it.
0: moments. Yeah. I think the first point that I would bring up is connected to what we were just talking about. Mm -hmm. And as the process was developing for our transition and career change, I was worried that I, I'm just not, I'm, I'm not that strong of a salesman that, and some people, they have certain character traits and it's not bad. It's not better. It's just, they're super fast talkers. And some guys are are really good at putting okay, this could be up for debate, putting right. a lot of pressure on other people right. and and right. and just driving it's them into though. buying or selling. It's true. And yeah. I and I just thought, man, that's not that's not me. And yeah. I don't know if I could be successful in this career. Right, right. If I don't have that. Right. And so that was that that doubt was a misconception that, oh, you have to be um of a certain skill set and you have to be of a certain character type in order to be successful in sales. But I think I've learned something different here on the team.
1: Well, Let me me ask you something though, because we talked about this early on. And I asked you this, just knowing what you did in ministry, Mm -hmm. because you didn't just, it wasn't just a language school. You dealt with some drama because anytime you're dealing with people, I don't care if you're in the medical field, listening to this, or you're in human resources, or you have been, or you're just a parent. Mm -hmm. Or you're married, for God's sakes, you know what I'm saying? You deal with this stuff in relationships. Isn't it not true that to be, you know, because you were in a missionary position. Yeah. So here you are, you're a foreigner in Germany, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you're having to tell people what they should and should not do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Now, would you say it's loving or unkind to lead people in Germany, mm-hmm. astray by letting them to believe something that cause you just don't want to lean into it with them. Yeah. Cause you don't want to be unpopular with them. Because whatever the situation, yeah. right? You're kind of selling them the wrong thing or leading them to believe that their conclusion is right. And you might be looking at that looking at them thinking, Well, they're just fearful. Yeah. Or they're afraid. Yeah. Or uncomfortable. Yeah. So therefore, they're going to take this other path.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. Totally. Now, was that okay with you to just sit silent? Not right. At all. Not at all. And that's where I saw in you when I'm asking you those questions early on. It's no different in real estate. Yeah. It's better to have a disagreement kind in a, in a loving way, yeah, compassionate way, yeah, but 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 lined with really good data yeah for them to be able to chew on yeah to really help them and guide them because if after all if we're not doing that we're not helping yeah we wouldn't be around we wouldn't have the reputation that we've had for over two decades mm-hmm. going on three decades now if we aren't truly trying to help people now yeah. i will admit it's hard it's not easy doing that yeah but it's harder when you're more concerned in the culture today, uh, you know, mostly about what people think, mm-hmm. or is this angle better on Instagram, or is this angle better on Instagram? If that's what we're thinking yeah. is about me, mm-hmm. probably not going to go over very well. Yeah, But if we're long suffering with people in ministry, in real estate, in our family, just in our life, yeah. that's probably going to go a lot further. Yeah and i think that's a missing component in our culture today at large yeah. not just in real estate mm-hmm. is if i'm a friend then a friend right is probably going to tell you the truth yeah versus watching you walk off and do something that you probably shouldn't do yeah i'd probably if i'm your friend mm-hmm. and i care about you yeah and i'm not being self-preserving i'm probably going to say something that might not feel great. Yeah. Or it may not align with what you want to do.
0: Yeah, totally.
1: Right? Yeah. So, therefore, if I really wanted to help, I'm really probably going to be long suffering and patient, and my tonality is going to do everything I can to get you to listen to what I'm saying. Yeah. If that's sales, I'm not apologizing for it if yeah. there is integrity in it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, totally. But that's the difference when you said salesy, I'm not really right. Okay. Yeah. Well, I would disagree. Because I've I've watched my wife, Lisa, as you know, mm-hmm. say, I'm not like, I'm not a salesperson. Right. I'm like, are you kidding me? You just sold me on this is why we bought this RV that's out in our driveway right now. You just sold me on why, what we could do, and mm-hmm. all I'm sorry, but that's sales, whether you like it or not. Yeah, yeah, but that's different. I don't wanna Okay, but look, at the end of the day, if you're willing to communicate your views, yeah, right, that you know is going to benefit or your knowledge, it's going to benefit the person that's sitting in front of you, then don't call it sales. Yeah, Call it something else in your mind. Call it counseling. Call it whatever. <laughs> but as long as it's going to benefit them with what they ultimately want to achieve, then you're doing a good job. Yeah. Then you're doing them a service, right? Yeah. So I so it, do you have anything else to yeah. follow up on well, that? I,
0: th- I think that addresses the misconception really well. Right, 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 right. Because the misconception is when you get in this industry, if you're going to Sell real estate and you're going to be successful, then you got to be all this like showy stuff. Right. right. Or you got to be this high pressure, you just got to be able to say the script correctly. Um, right. But it's not so much that way. It's exactly what you're saying. Right. And what we even talked about earlier coming alongside of people mm-hmm. and being a trusted advisor and being yep. a servant. Right. And just like you said, when it's not, when it's, when my mentality is me oriented, right. Then I'm worried about, Oh, is this person going to like me? Right. Right. Or is this person going to be uncomfortable? Totally. But when it's you oriented, yep. then I come alongside you and say, you know, sometimes it is uncomfortable for me to tell you what I really need to tell you. I know. But that's the, like you said, that's, yeah. that's life right? in whatever relationship you're in. Right. Right. But the truly loving thing to do is to and others oriented thing to do is come alongside you and say based on the information that we have right now yeah. on the data this is this is what it is
1: yeah and based on what you told me you wanted to achieve yeah you want to do this you want to do this in x amount of time here well here's here's the comps here's what these are here's what these homes are selling for or whatever it is yeah right here's the probabilities and yeah. now they can make the decision But I find, here's what I find, the feedback from my clients over the years is that's always the most important, impactful walk away. Mm. And and that's really, and you read our reviews as a team, that's what it is. Is we're always willing to long suffer, hang in there, tell them the truth, work with them. And then in retrospect, they can see it. It's like, Whoa. Okay, And so they were referred a lot. I mean, we're the number one team on Zillow as far as reviews. We're the number one team, you know, on Google as far as reviews. And and that that's really hard to get. It's it's by far the hardest thing to get Mm -hmm. over sales and everything else. And, And because more people will say bad things in general than they will you know, applaud people. Yeah. It's just human nature. It's always been that way. It's not just real estate related. Right. So true. So let me pivot right now and yeah. say, what are, what are the two, um, wh- what would you say the, the two, let me, let me go to my notes here. Cause I want to make sure I act, ask, ask it right. What are the two most impactful things that you've learned since being on the team? So this isn't really about the misconception yeah. as much as it is like, ah, Okay, from the tra- from the team trainings, from the you know role playing to yeah. everything to make sure that we're saying things right. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, and this I think my first answer from the two connects really well to what we we're just talking about. Right. Is that one of the ways that I can best serve people? Right. Um, is to be a mirror for them, mm-hmm. because in a in a transaction, a change in life that can be really stressful. Yeah. People have these desires that are battling within them right right and they're not always clear on what they really want right that's true and so instead of just taking the position okay well i'm just gonna wait till you figure it out and when you uh, are ready then let me know
1: right,
0: right. i can come alongside and serve my friends and my family and my my clients by right. being that mirror for them and helping reflect back to them what they're saying right 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 and right. that's that's Asking good questions, yeah. listening to what they're really saying or, or, or noticing themes that are coming up in the things that they're saying. Right, right. And then just gently give that back to them and say, this is what I hear you're saying. This is what I hear you're saying. Right. And then to see the light bulb go on, ding, oh.
1: Yeah, and I know there's people listening right now that are going, yeah, you know, that's true that is so true. And sometimes, sometimes, you know, we call it therapy. (laughs) Really, it's because people don't have a lot of good friends, sadly, but Mm -hmm. it's, it's, you need to be able to get this stuff off of your plate and out of your mind. Yeah, because you're worried, you're stressed, and you need to be able to relate it to somebody else. And we we sometimes you hear it the euphemism, I need to bounce it off some people. Yeah. It's a, it's synonymous with mirroring people. Mm-hmm. And that's so important. It's not a tactic, it's not a trick. Mm-hmm. It's a matter of, hey, let's just sit down and talk about this. Yeah. Right? And make yeah. sure I'm hearing you right and this is what you're thinking. And then asking more questions. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's awesome. That's just really good. I that's was... that's actually a very I mean again, this is why I could see what you couldn't see, but that's a very mature um, you know, from a with a lot of experience, obviously, doing what you were doing before for a long time. It's not easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Missionary work's not easy to begin with, but doing it and what you were doing is pretty hard, and you were doing it for a long time. Mm-hmm. And with how many kids? Six kids. Six kids. <laughs> oh wow! So you're always negotiating, anyways. I don't care what anybody <laughs> says. You got six kids. You're con. So you're true. constantly negotiating. Very true. So, so what do you like? You've mentioned some yeah. things, but what would you say? It doesn't have to be one thing, but what do you like about? Working with the team, what when you're like driving into the office, when you're thinking about some of the zooms that we're going to be on because we do a lot of zoom trainings and we're professionally coached with you know under the top tier under the Team Plus program of Tom Ferry. Mm -hmm. And what do you think about when you're when when, if someone says, "What do you like about working with the team?" What would you say to a new agent maybe or an existing agent who's out there? I don't know if I should should I join a team? Mm -hmm. Should I reach out to Jimmy or someone on the team? What do you like about it?
0: Yeah. My, my first thought is, I couldn't imagine doing this without a team. Right. The, like we, we've already said, the amount of training and support that we get, but I think there's a certain level of confidence mm-hmm. where even a newer agent can reach out to people and talk to people and say, hey, our team has got your back right and and people i'm interacting with aren't just looking at me and people who know me and say hey didn't you just get back a year ago right, right, right. Uh, and <laughs> you just you just have a, you just got your license yeah but we've got so many guys in our office right, right, that are, right. are ready to help and right we've got we've we've got a team that has closed a lot of transactions right. every year year right, over right. year Right, right i've got a, a mentor who's been doing this for decades right like we've got your back yep and that's much more than I can bring on my own right now.
1: Such a big part of it. And people don't just, they just don't realize that, you mm-hmm. know, I will tell you some of the best heart surgeons in America right now, some of the best neuroscientists, some of the best, you name it, the best, the best, the best. They were in scrubs in med school or school or just out on an on a unpaid internship sleeping on a gurney in a coat closet or a broom closet in between surgeries just so they could be around this person, how they're writing the reports and writing their communicate. And if you're listening you're like, oh, that's, I did that.
2: Mm-hmm. Then
1: you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Right. You only, you very few people have an opportunity to work closely with the very best in the industry. Mm-hmm. And most of the time it's free and they just got to hang around. Yeah. And for a very long time, mm-hmm. before they're ever allowed to get into the surgery room, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. In before they earn, before they've they've earned the the trust of that surgeon, mm-hmm. or what have you, before that surgeon will even turn to them and say, "So, what are you getting out of this?" That might take months. Yeah. Right. So, so it's the same in real estate. The people that are at the very, very top and the very best are busy. Mm -hmm. They're just busy in their personal and business life. So it's a big part of it. So periodically you came in on an internship. Mm -hmm. It's rare. We don't do it all the time, but we do have internships. It's rare. Um, But man, you've got to be hungry. Man, you got to be able to show that you're going to, you know, you're going to you know, work hard, mm-hmm. be accessible, be expendable, mm-hmm. you know, but mostly our target avatar is somebody that's been in the business that I can help, that someone's been in the business, you know, at least a year, two years, have have said just what you said, mm-hmm. holy cow. I was overpromised on all these opportunities mm-hmm. and training and it just was like, won't, 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 right? Yeah. Gabby, that's where you're supposed to off screen press the button. Sorry, <laughs> just kidding. But, but the uh, you can't Sorry. see, but my operations manager sitting off screen. Anyway, the but that's what happens. Yeah. I would say ninety percent of the time in the industry, yeah. and that's who we're kind of looking for, right? Yeah. But anytime I see, and it's rare that I see somebody that you know that has that kind of background. Mm-hmm. So you know, anything else as far as the, why why you know what what you really like about working with the team?
0: Yeah, I think. There's probably a few points. I'll try to keep it concise mm-hmm. because I really enjoy working with the team. Right. Um, we there's a real good chemistry here in the office. Yeah. Where everybody's working hard to support each other, mm-hmm. and I, I'm not convinced that somebody who comes in with more of a toxic mentality would actually last. No. Yeah. Um. So we have real good chemistry. And it here. would be
1: all of our fault
0: yeah yeah totally
1: (laughs) it would be everybody (laughs) here's fault you guys are weird you get along yeah you hold each other accountable i thought you wanted accountability Uh, not like this oh you didn't want real accountability okay i get you oh but go ahead Sorry. yeah and
0: then i get (laughs) i think one more thing that's a little more like functional than relational on the team is that um there really is a a community Mm -hmm. culture and atmosphere here Mm -hmm. where the the standard is set really high Mm -hmm. but we don't have to be perfect right but we need to be consistent. Right. And I think that combination of uh, a high standard, Mm -hmm. and we're just going to grind daily to fulfill that. And we're going to make mistakes. And I've made mistakes. Right. And we're all just real gracious with each other and say, hey, that was... That was wrong, right? Right. Or that was dumb, right? And learn from it, right? What were you thinking? Don't do it again. Tell me
1: more about why <laughs> you asked that question.
0: <laughs> or, yeah. Or sometimes when I'm talking to people and I think, oh, why did I, why did I say that? Right, right, right. And then Darren, also, Darren asked me the other day. He's like, after a call, what did you learn from that call? I'm yeah. Like, oh Yeah, <laughs> right. I learned a lot, and yeah. and that's okay. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: And yeah. the standards high, we're gonna shoot for that. Yeah, yeah. And it's more important that we're consistently striving after that standard. Right. Than just sitting back on our laurels and saying, "Hey, look at yeah, look at my, it's, it's progress, perfect.
1: not perfection." Yeah, people think, "Well, your standard is kind of too high." Well, what do you mean? So, should we shoot low mm-hmm. and have nothing to reach for? Yeah. Right? I would beg to differ. If if that's what you're thinking, is I think you should probably ask. I don't know. Ask your center of influence. Just do an interview. If you're an agent watching this and you're thinking, "Well, I don't know, your standard is a little bit too high." you're probably not talking to enough people on what they think and what they believe and what they desire Mm -hmm. from a real estate agent based on what the industry on the inside has because i think the bar is still low and that's what makes it hard for us to be able to recruit to right Mm -hmm. we have a lot of people come to us but very few people have the mindset where they're like no i want to grow i want to." right yeah and, and, and that's, what's hard. Cause we want to help a lot of people. So mm-hmm. having just said that, I just have a couple more questions for you. Thanks for being so gracious oh, yeah. with, yeah, this is awesome. My pleasure. Yeah. So what would you say to a new agent that's watching this, or maybe an agent who like we were just talking about working for another office or maybe another team and it's just not a good fit. Maybe it, they were under promised I'm, seeing, I'm sorry, overpromised promised and, and they feel a little under-delivered right now. What what would you say is different here? Well, how would you encourage them? What would you tell them to do?
0: Yeah. I think there's a, a few things that somebody in that position could do. Um, first thing I'd say is reach out to us right. and talk to us. Right. Um, even come visit us because right. we could. I think we can really genuinely show something different. Mm-hmm. And I think that'll be pretty impactful for a person, especially if they're discouraged. Right, right. Um, that's more of an external thing to look at. Right. I think a mentality mm-hmm. and and attitude aspect that would be important is right. that a person in that situation understands that you really can find a team mm-hmm. that is going to give you a better return Right, right. on your investment. Right. Then, especially if you feel like you're in a position right now where you're the one that's doing the investing, mm. And the team or the team lead or the broker is the one who is benefiting. Right, right, right. Like there's, right. you're the investor and they're the, getting the right. returns. Right, right, right. Because right. you want to get your business up and running. Oh, for sure. And you want to provide for your family. Right, right. And it is possible. That's yeah. your, that You, you, you yeah. just have to believe and know that it's, that it's true. You can find a good team. This is true. That will help you have that environment uh, in order to succeed.
1: Yeah, and I think that's more important today more, more than ever is that if you're a solo agent, you're like, yeah, but I did eight or nine, 10 deals. Yeah, but you're everything to those eight or nine, 10 deals. And the question I have is who's doing your remarketing and retargeting campaigns and everything else to nurture your, your database for you on behalf of you. So that way you can go out and touch the lives of more people. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then how is, is that content any good? Are you tracking and measuring it? Are you able to tell, you know, yourself or your CPA or anybody that we're going to come in and analyze your business? What's working? What's not working? Are you tracking and measuring everything that you do? Right. Um, Could you systematically tell me exactly how many calls you have to make next year in order to meet the goals that you want to set? And are you even making goals? There's all these questions Mm -hmm. that we have that are systematically on our team because we're professionally coached at the highest level and we collaborate with some of the biggest teams in the country right? So I'm not just crossing my fingers. I just always have always made sure that I'm the dumbest guy in the room and super smart people. And I'm like, yeah, just what, what they're saying and yeah, whatever they're saying. Right. So um, maybe a little bit more than that. I'm not, I don't want to make it sound crazy, but most of it's true. I just surround myself with really smart people and I hire, and I hire really smart people. So, so having just said that, you know, Thanks for the encouragement. If you're listening, Nick, I would just reach out, you know, if you have questions, if you're not sure, maybe it's not the right time for you. But we're looking for, you know, two to three in 2023. We're looking to two to three really good partners that we can help grow your business. And, you know, um, we'd like you to have a little bit more experience Um, or you're going to have to really just win me over like, like Nick did, like Nick did, like, you know, the persistent widow, just not say, Hey, 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 let's do a zoom. Let's do a zoom. And I was happy to do it because it was eager. Um, but I, but really, uh, we're looking for people that can add, uh, to the culture, uh, contribute, um, and then we'll help grow your business, you know, exponentially. So before we sign off, um, Let me ask you one last question. Yeah. Tell us something that most people don't know about Nick. If like you're from a personal side. Yeah. You know, I've already leaked that you have
0: how many kids? Six kids. Six kids. What are their ages? Ages nine to 18. Holy smokes. And I'm only 20. So it's a miracle. Yeah. (laughs) You need to sell a lot of real estate.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Oh my gosh. I'm Uh, just calculating the math from the girls in there too. I'm like, okay, this wedding. And I, oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. So tell us tell us something that you would want our viewers to know, other realtors, other professionals that are going to be doing transactions with you, and then certainly all of your you know center of influence.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, one of the things I think I'd say, especially to I mean, people that I'm going to be interacting with, right, is that I, I love people more yeah. than I love real estate. Right. Yeah. And it's it's just a genuine joy to me to be able to meet people talk to people, help people see homes. Yeah. And of course we're trying to, um, help them reach their goals. Right. We've got a business to run. We're trying to, we're trying to accomplish certain things. Right. Right. But man, I just like, people are great. Yeah. Yeah. Even in our crazy, everybody's got their kinks and we're all a little crazy. That's, that's okay. I just love being with people. Yeah, and so I really. Did you just
1: pointed me when you said uh, that. Why were you pointing? Uh, why, why are you pointing me? Am I crazy? The, the, I
0: the more it's I've like, been here on the team. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, but <laughs>
1: that's the next segment. Yeah. And the whole team will be up here. We'll have a whole bunch of mics and be like, "What are Jimmy's crazies?" Anyway, so, <laughs> totally. And Gabby's like, "I already got that written out." Anyway, he got
0: it right. But I think. I think it's just. I want people to know that I really care for them Good. and care about them. That's awesome. And I do want to see that they are, they're able to accomplish the goals that they have. Mm-hmm. And like we said, even helping people identify what goals they even have. Right. To know what they want. And then I feel like, not just feel, I know from a lot of conversations, people say, well, you know, I'd rather, I'd r- I'd rather rent right now because I can't, I can't afford right. to buy And It's like, well, have you asked a professional? Right. If you can afford or not.
1: Right. What are the answers most of the time?
0: When people ask a professional? No. no. When you ask that question. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They say no. I haven't I talked haven't to anybody. I haven't talked to
1: anybody. They're just making the assumptions Yeah. And that's based off of soundbite fear. Yeah. Sad.
0: And, and they... Yeah. We, we all... We get these numbers inside of our head. Oh, I got to have $10 million to buy property. Whatever right. it is. Whatever. Your, whatever your number is. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just thinking, man, I care about you. Yeah, yeah. And that's what... I mean, all wraps together in this conversation. Right. I want you to know... And you can actually ask for that information. You can talk to a lender. We can look at your numbers. You can look at the homes that are available. Right. You can look at different neighborhoods. There are options out there. Oh, totally. And I want you to be able to experience, which is part of my experience. Right. I've benefited greatly from real estate ownership. Right, right, right. And I I want my friends. I want my clients to be able to own. For sure. I want them to one day be able to pay that house off or some house off. Right. We're all getting older. Yeah. Life's and,
1: getting more expensive. Yeah. Inflation is not a uh, you know a, a thing that's gonna end once they get this figured out this year in two thousand twenty three. Yeah. It's not gonna end. It's always gonna get more expensive. Yeah. So helping people and, with that mindset really helps.
0: I remember I remember what we used to pay for our mortgage before I left for Germany. Right. <laughs> and I wish I had that still. Right. in oh, sure. the time it felt like a burden. Right. But then for my friends, especially we're in mean, my 40s, early 40s. So right, right. my friends who are thinking of the next 20 years, man, I'd love for you in 20 years to be really set up well. Right. Because you made good decisions today. Yeah. And when people are like, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. Well, I care about you enough that I want you to know. For sure. And I want to come alongside you and help.
1: Yeah. Well, that's great. You've added a lot of value to this podcast, but more so to our team. And I know you're going to do it with a lot of clients that you're currently working with that you've already won over that you're working with Nick, but you're going you're gonna to meet a lot of other people. And if you know Nick, reach out, comment. Uh, we love him, and, and I know that he's well-loved here in the, in the Southland, and especially in the San Clemente region. But that's another uh, episode of the Real Estate Roundtable. And and part of what we talk about is not just, you know, hey, interest rates, hey, do I buy or do I rent or 1031 exchanges. We always talk about, we always try to fit in and make time to be able to talk about people's journey and their path and celebrate people that are getting into real estate and how they're going to impact the lives of others. So I can't wait to do another one you know maybe maybe it won't be a, a year from now but a little further down the line just to get a you know get a re you know recap of what the next six to nine 12 months looks like for you
0: yeah that sounds great so
1: congratulations well, welcome to the team you're doing a great job thanks jimmy all right see you guys next time hey thanks again for listening to the real estate roundtable if you'd like to connect with any of the sales partners here on the Reed team our information is below and we'd love to chat with you